So where did you get your sense of rhythm and sense of dance moves and stuff like that from? Where did that come from? I mean, growing up in the black church, you know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> there's dancing every Sunday. <laughs> Hope Talk, a PCM podcast. Tarion, what's going on with you, young lady? Oh, nothing. I'm just chilling in Franklin. Uh, we actually leave for the uh, Hit Steep Tour tonight. So, yeah, yeah, what, yeah just what, gearing up for that. What time is bus call? Uh, 10. Oh, okay, 10 p.m. tonight. Yeah, so, but I'll get there around like 9.30, you know. Make sure you get your best seat on the bus, is that right? Yeah, yeah, you know how that goes. <laughs> so, Tarion Basswood, who calls you that these days? Anybody? Uh, nobody. Uh, nobody. Just Tarion, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Mom, mom didn't ever say that when you were in trouble or anything like that? Or, uh... So, uh, Basswood's is new because I got married like three years ago. Yeah. Um, but growing up, my name was Tarion Jaquel Bass, so... Um, yeah, when she was upset or something, she would definitely call me that. <laughs> How often did you hear it that way? Uh, probably a couple times every month, maybe. Yeah? You weren't a good yeah. kid? Yeah, I was I was actually fairly decent. I was fairly decent, you know. It was just mostly like arguing with, you know, siblings. I grew up with like four siblings, oh, you know, gosh. so. How do you fall in those terms. siblings? I'm in the middle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Brothers or sisters? Uh, two brothers and two sisters. Oh my goodness. Now are mm -hmm. you and your sister together or are you split by a, a brother? Split. So I have a half sister as well, but I didn't grow up with her. Um, so, and that lineup, it's, it, it's me and my brother that sit in the middle. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. So Tarion is one of our newest J103 artists and uh, glad to have her here on the Hope Talk podcast. The new song stayed on him. And Tarion's from Memphis, Tennessee, not too, really too far from us yeah. here in Chattanooga. When people hear you're from Memphis, Tarion, what are usually the first couple of questions you get? It's not questions. They just say Elvis and barbecue, like <laughs> literally like every time. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, sure. Yeah. You know, uh, I've never been to Graceland, um, which is crazy. And I probably should go and do that. But yeah, that's the first thing people bring up. I've never ridden the incline here in Chattanooga. Never have. Well, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah, well, that's all right. If, if you're from here, you would know, you know, yeah. of course, everybody knows about Graceland there. How right. Many, how many times have you driven by and thought, yeah, I probably need to do that one day. I'd never go to that area. I think that also plays a role in it, you know. Yeah. Okay, well, I know you've had Memphis barbecue. You had to. Have oh, yeah. That. Where's the best place to go to? My personal favorite is a place called Ball Hog Hoggers. Um, wow. Yeah, it's a hole in the wall. And man, let me tell you, that pork is amazing. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Are there, and, yeah. and I don't want you to throw anybody under the bus, but are there some barbecue places that everybody thinks are the go-tos, but you're like, nah, you're missing out on? Yeah, there's one in particular, but I, I will not is. name any names. Right. Yeah, I don't want to get you in trouble or ruin any future endorsement deals or anything that Terry might get. Right. All right, so what in the world do you think Christian music did before TV talent shows came along? I mean, you yourself, American Idol graduate, right? Which season? Uh, the farewell season, actually. So, okay. yeah, that last season on Fox. Gotcha. So you were standing before Keith Urban then and uh, Harry Connick Jr. And what yeah. was that young artist? Um, I think she may make it big one day. Um, J-Lo, wasn't it? Yeah, Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. Okay. So what was that really like, standing before those three music giants? 
Oh my goodness. It was actually kind of cool. They were all very sweet. Um, It was funny because every time the producers would say J-Lo is coming, um, the contestants, they would just like stop in their seats and they're like, shh, J-Lo's coming. Like they would freak out, man. (laughs) So it was like funny watching those reactions, you know, to her. Uh, But everybody was really kind to me, you know, Uh, so it just made it a really good experience. And then out of all the younger artists there, they were probably like, Harry who? Uh, and, and <laughs> right. Then, and then yeah. Keith Urban comes by. Oh, that's that country dude, right? You know. Yeah. Which, which yeah. one of those three do you feel like you connected with the most? I think I connected with Harry the most. Really? Um, I, I believe because he's a he's a Christian as well. So, yeah. um, we had to like go in individually and just like talk to the judges judges for three minutes. Oh, cool. So yeah, he understood when I was like, yeah, man, it's kind of weird. Like I just kind of miss church and all and all of that, you know. Um, and so he he understood that big time, you know. So it was, it was really cool. I, you know, I never knew that. I never knew Harry. Yeah. Harry was very strong in his faith. I mean, I never had yeah. reason to doubt that, but uh, right. but just never knew that. Goodness gracious! All right. So, how in the world then did you get from Memphis, Tennessee, to all of a sudden your song stayed on him as playing on J one hundred three? Oh my goodness! For first of all, the Lord, because <laughs> I mean, this whole thing is just crazy. And uh, when I just like think about the details and the journey, I'm like, that that's nobody but God, you know. Um, but uh, I connected with uh, Toby's Toby, Toby Max manager yeah. Dan Pitts. Um, my manager and I, you know, he allowed us to come to Franklin and write with their team. And then just like one thing just kept happening after the other. And just, I ended up joining Diverse City and signing to Goatee Records. Um, And so we've just been trying to figure out my sound the past few years and stayed on him is kind of like, I think where we've landed, you know, Um, and, and it's, it's a it's a good feeling when you finally figure it out, you know. So we well, so, had yeah. another song in the light it was incredible. Um, in fact, yeah. we play that on J Radio oh, um, thank a you. lot as well. So great stuff. So which came first then? Did did the the signing deal with Goatee Records, which Toby is that's his record label that he personally owns. He's right. not on that label, but he owns right. that. Or the Diverse City Band, which is Toby's backup band. Which came first? Right. So uh, the Diverse City Band came first, actually, even though the conversation started because we wanted to sign to Goatee. Um, but around that same time, Nerva was getting ready to leave Diversity. So it, the, the timing was just perfect, you know, um, which is why that happened first. That is super cool. Yeah. So I got to meet you for the first time, Taryn, on uh, a Toby Mac weekend there, Goatee Records, Camp Goatee yep. Uh, yep. for radio programmers. And what was that night really like for you being on Toby Mac's really super cool wakeboard boat with a bunch of radio <laughs> program directors and then listening to your song while we're cruising on the lake there at nighttime? You right. looked nervous. I'll, I'll give you that. You were trying to play it cool. You were over there kind of like in the worship mood and mode, you know, yeah. looking like it. But were you really nervous? Oh my gosh, gosh, yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I mean, because one, like listening to your music with other people is just already, you know, kind of nerve wracking. But then to do it with radio programmers, it's like, you know, y'all call the shots. So so I'm just sitting there. (laughs) I'm just sitting there like, oh my goodness, this is so weird. Like, I would rather not be (laughs) on this boat right now, you know, but y'all were sweet to me, man. Good. I'm glad to hear that. So I think we're finally going to get you back to Chattanooga on November 2nd with the Hit okay. Tour there. Um, it, it's Well, I, I don't know if it's the Hit Steep Tour. It's the it's the Toby Mac other show that was supposed to have been here a couple of years ago. Right, and, right. And uh, I think it's been rescheduled like, I don't know, 200 times here in Chattanooga, it feels like. <laughs> yeah. Um, in fact, we had you uh, and your uh, goatee record family along with 
patriarch Toby Mac on the JFest mm-hmm. lineup. Actually, before one of those rescheduled dates, we're going to be like two weeks before JFest. So, oh, gotcha. Did you know that? Did you know that? No, yeah. I just show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we had we had booked Toby Mac. And we had booked you and okay. my, Michael Cochran okay. and, uh, and the other guys were like, yeah, we're going to make it kind of a, a goatee event there for J-Fest. Wow. And then, and then everything went crazy. And, of uh, course. And yeah. So, so <laughs> tell me the truth. What is it really like being the only girl mm. on the diverse city bus full of stinky guys? What's that really like? <laughs> well, I will say, thankfully, they're not stinky guys, you know, and I credit their wives for that. Yeah, <laughs> You know, uh, but man, I, I love it. Like when I joined the band, I felt like I just gained a bunch of big brothers, you yeah. know, um, and I was familiar with that because I grew up with two big brothers. Um, but but man, they're they're solid dudes. And so I I love it. They they look out for me, you know, yeah. and and yeah, I, I don't know, man. I It's a special group. It's a family, you know. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So so do your brothers or your brothers jealous that you get to travel around with uh, with that, those guys or what? Uh, no, they're just glad I'm around a good gr- group of people, yeah. you know. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. I bet. So where did you get your sense of rhythm and sense of dance moves and stuff like that from? Where did that come from? I mean, growing up in the black church, you know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> there's dancing every Sunday, <laughs> all at revivals and all of that. Uh, so I think it, it started there. Um, and then I did a couple of like local community uh, plays growing up. And then my friends and I, we love to dance. So all of the new dances that were coming out, we were all learning them. Um, and, you know, and then when you have friends, everybody's honest. And so I wasn't that great yeah. to start off with. And they're like, ah, you kind of suck at dancing, <laughs> you know, uh, so you just like constantly work at it until you get better. But yeah, that's where it comes from. Okay. So be honest and I won't tell anybody who is it in diverse city that has the toughest time learning the dance moves. Oh my goodness. I don't know that I can say that. <laughs> I, I don't know that I'm allowed to tell you. <laughs> All right. We won't mention Toby. Anyway, um, I want to give you a chance to, uh, to share with our listeners a great ministry that means so much to you. And, and I know it's one that you're actually a graduate from. Taryn, tell us about Angel Street there in Memphis. Yeah. Man, so Angel Street is an all-girls choir. Um, It started off as like a one-time performance for this women's Christmas dinner back at the church at home. But the Lord put it on um, the leaders' hearts to uh, turn it into a full-function nonprofit organization. Uh, We realized like a couple of the schools in the North Memphis community where I grew up, they didn't have choir anymore. Um, And I grew up in choir at, at school, you know, so that was a huge part of my upbringing, you know, but these girls didn't really have that. So we figured, hey, we can occupy that space. And uh, it's an after school program and they meet twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so being around like women who love the Lord, um, who can, you know, kind of model that lifestyle for them. Um, and also just, you know, just creating just family for these young girls, you know, as they're growing up, you know, becoming teenagers is life is crazy around that time, you know? Um, so it's a mentorship as well. It's not just like, Hey, come sing and go to performances. Like they're yeah. really pouring into the lives of these young ladies, you know, um, and just walking with them. So it's, 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 it's special, you know? What do you think it takes these days, Terry, to be a good mentor to these girls? I think honesty and transparency, you know, um, I, the best way you can teach somebody is to like show them all that the Lord has walked you through your hardships, you know, your mistakes, you know, um, so that they can learn from you, um, but also grace and compassion. 
and empathy, putting yourself in somebody else's shoes, you know? So, yeah. yeah. So I saw your video and getting ready for, uh, uh, for this, this podcast with you here. I saw your video for I'm in love. And, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, you were getting pretty cozy with that uh, Ian Alexander there. I, I, I really don't think that you were exclusively singing about Jesus in that song. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that's that's my husband, Ian. Uh, and we kind of like threw it at him. He was at the studio with us and did not have any intention of singing on a song. Uh, Get let out alone- of town, Really? Yeah, he was just there. We were just like, man, we got 45 minutes. We need another song. And the producer was like, oh, I got this love song I'd been writing for my wife. And so we, I was like, oh, babe, we should. <laughs> you want to sing? Just hop up there and like sing. So we just like pushed him into it. Uh, but yeah, man, it was really cool because it's a song that we would listen to that, you know, just like on a regular basis on our playlist in the car. Uh, so that was really special to be able to uh, have a song like that on the EP. Well, happy anniversary, by the way. I think just a couple Thank of weeks you. ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was like two weeks ago. So September sixteenth. Yep. Your third, your third wedding anniversary. Third, yep. Wow. So yep. I think let's see, third wedding anniversary is the leather anniversary, is what it is. There, did, did you get him a new wallet, new keychain, saddlebags, no. or a motorcycle, anything like that? No, I, I got a bunch of like uh, coffee equipment because I love coffee. And <laughs> so that's what I got. And uh, he actually got a PS5. Uh, so that's <laughs> so, you know, no leather. <laughs> just, the new leather. Let's just do it. That, yeah, that way. yeah. Do you remember the first time you saw Alexander? Yes, I do. Um, oh. You know, it's, I'm a being transparent. Like I was at Hope Church, which is a mega church back in Memphis and there were not a ton of black people there at the time and so when I saw him my first thought was like oh my goodness there's a black guy down here that's cool <laughs> but I was also like 17 so I wasn't like interested in that way he looked much older than what he was um, yeah. because of the facial hair uh, but yeah man when we started talking it was a weekend we sang on the worship team uh, at the same time wow. you know yeah and then I was like ah, I think there's something here you know yeah it's crazy yeah so before you start getting all spiritual on me there what was he wearing the first time what was he wearing uh some like button down shirt with a pattern of some sort and some black uh, like skinny pants not super skinny but like kind of like skinny <laughs> almost yeah <laughs> yeah so who said i love you first him or you uh him really yeah yep how long how long from that first th- meeting until then um i think it was maybe like two to three months like we like where I come from, you wait a while to say that, yeah. <laughs> you don't just like say yeah. that real fast, you know? So, so yeah, it was like two to three months or something. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What, what do you remember most from your wedding? What was your, the favorite part of your wedding three years ago? Um, I just, that it was small and it was just our people. Um, small, small to us is like 95 people, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, it almost ended up being more than that, but it was like genuinely people that um, we could hit up at any moment, you know, and call yeah. and that made it really special for us. Um, so, yeah. That is cool. Now, rumor has it, Toby was the minister of the wedding, right? He was the one that read your, did your vows and everything. Is that right? No, that's no, not true. Not true. <laughs> you know what's funny is I did not invite any of the guys to the wedding. <laughs> because I'm like, there's there's just too many of y'all. We're trying to like keep it like yeah. small, you know. So yeah. gotcha. So let's talk about the new single here for a few minutes. Stayed mm-hmm. on him. How do you, Tarian, constantly keep your mind, your heart stayed on God? 
Oh my goodness. I think the best way I can do that is in the word, you know, um, when I am not in the word, I feel it like everything around me just feels a little hazy. My mood's not that great. Um, and just something's missing. So whenever I'm in the word of God, man, I I'm like, okay, it's something switches, you know, for me. So that that's really helpful in keeping my mind on the Lord. So if you were mentoring one of the girls there at angel street and you mm-hmm. were telling them to stay in the word, what would right. you tell them to do practically? How would you tell them? Yeah, practically, how do they stay in the Word? Yeah, I think if they're just starting, you know, say, hey, maybe take 15 minutes, like uh, even if it's just every other day, you know, to build something, you know, because not to overwhelm, you know, initially, um, because I know I can like, I struggle with like doing too much initially um, because I just get so passionate and then that passion wears off and I don't know how to deal with it. So it's like working into the balance of it all, you know. Sure. Any certain passage that you would send a young believer to? A young believer? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, probably Ephesians, the first chapter. I, I love reading about like the spiritual blessings we have in Christ. Um, that's that's something that really helped to shift my perspective and my walk with the Lord. Just understanding who I am, you know, and what yeah. I have access to, you know, through Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. So go ahead. Set up the new song for us. We've been playing it for a few weeks now. Uh, How would you, you play DJ right now and introduce the newest song from Tarion, Stayed on Him. Yeah, man. We got uh, Isaiah 20. I mean, yeah. Isaiah 26, three says, uh, God keeps in perfect peace. Those whose mind is stayed on him. And we just wanted to encourage the body with this. Uh, So guys, here we go. This, This is stayed on him. Does that ever get normal or does it get feel comfortable? Does that ever get easy? Sometimes it does. Um, you know, like I, I have to do a lot of liners, you know, <laughs> so, so sometimes it's like you try and like remember the same thing, you know, but yeah. You know, oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So my last couple of questions for you, T, um, and this will determine whether or not we keep playing the song. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> fall yay or fall nay? All yay or fall nay? Fall nay or fall yay fall yay really yeah it feels wonderful i mean this 95 degree weather ain't it you know it's not and there's something about memphis too it's like it feels hotter in memphis doesn't it yeah it get real it gets real muggy and it's it's like mm -mm, i'm good i used to be a summer person like i'm like summer all day but a couple years ago i'm like give me the fall asap so if i'm going to bring my wife to memphis for a romantic weekend or just a fun weekend what are some of the must-sees, must-dos that I've got to do there? <laughs> in Memphis. And you can't say Graceland because you've never been there. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's not going to be there. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think if you went down on down to Harbortown and stayed at uh, the – there's a hotel on top of Paulette's restaurant. Paulette's is a really nice restaurant. And then you get you a little room at the top, and then there's the river, and it's a gorgeous view. I think you'd be good. And you didn't even mention Mud Island. Like, that would be real romantic, going over to Mud Island. Yeah, where there's a lot of mud, because that's just the most beautiful, <laughs> romantic thing you could ever do. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Pumpkin spice kind of girl? Um, Not really. I, initially, I was, you know, but not, no, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just can't be that person that walks up and, can I get this pumpkin spice latte, please? I just can't oh do it. <laughs> yeah. What, what is your go-to fall snack, if you had one? Ooh, fall. I, you know, I really like apple cider. Oh, yeah. actually, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Good deal. All right, here we go. This is the main. This is the big question here. When is it okay to put up your Christmas decorations? Ooh, I, I'm gonna see. 
what does my grandmom do? I mean, she, back in the day, man, she November, she was ready. Like, you like know, first of November or end of November? Like middle, okay. middle of November. She was like, let's go. I'm taking out all of my stuff. And she would just like do the whole yard, everything ready to go. <laughs> yep. Who, who's into the Christmas holidays and decorations or any holiday for that matter? Do you get carried away or does your husband get carried away? Neither one of us. We're really? <laughs> Like you're bah, not gonna step humbug. into our. I don't know. You're not gonna step into our, our apartment and see any decorations. We're just so bland, you know. We just <laughs> we just leave it to everybody else. <laughs> but you're both so busy though, too. To be fair, yeah. And yep. so you're probably how many days in a normal year? If if mm-hmm. we remember what that used to be like in a normal year, how many days do you guys even get to spend at home? Because I know Hit Steep Tour goes all over the place, and then you got summer festivals right. and all that. I, You know what? I have no idea. Um, I would say compared to, like I did a tour with Newsboys. Yeah. I, I think compared to them on a normal year, we're home home a good bit. Like, <laughs> you know, so so we're grateful for that because I think Toby takes like chunks of time off sometimes, um, it feels yeah. like. Um, so we, we do get to get home a good bit. What was it like the first time you went out on tour without the Diverse City guys there? Oh my goodness! Uh, Did so you feel my first like you tour were was stranded, w- left out on your own, or yeah. what? Well, my first tour was with Newsboy, so everything else after that has been with the Diversity Band. Yeah, um, yeah but but it's different, you know. It's two <laughs> completely different experiences, you know. Um, so so yeah, yeah. Who whose style influences who the most? Yours or Toby's? Does Toby's style influence you the most, or does he come to you? Hey T, I need some help with this. What do we need to do here? Oh no, Toby Max got swag, man. Like, <laughs> I, I think <laughs> I think we're all like trying to like figure out what to do with our lives because <laughs> the guy's got so much swag, you know. Um, so I mean, as far as the sneakers and all of that, like I, I think I think he's influencing me for sure, just a little bit. Gotcha. All right, my last question for you, Tarian. How can we pray for you and Ian and your ministry? And right now, how can we do that? Oh, right now, I, I think it's um, just continue contentment with the journey, you know, that brings so much peace, you know, and I just don't want us to ever lose that. Awesome. Can I pray with mm-hmm. you real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, God, thank you so much for Terry. And I just thank you, Lord, for first of all, for calling her, for asking her to be your daughter, for creating her to be your daughter. And and Lord, just for giving her so much talent and so many gifts that she's able to use faithfully to uh, to lead other people to you. I think of all the countless girls that uh, have been led into a, a saving relationship with you just because of her influence in their lives there at Angel Street. And then all across the country and the world as she gets a platform to sing and to share what you lay on her heart. God, I pray that you would be with her and her husband. Just give them that contentment that comes from knowing they're in the center of your will. And Lord, I pray that you would give them plenty of time to spend together as the the road trips continue to get cranked up and they get to back on the road to, to do what you've called them to do. God, protect their relationship. Just bless them and keep them safe. Help them all to be healthy uh, through the remainder of this year and through the tours to come. God, just please continue to give Tarian fresh insight, fresh music, music, fresh lyrics that she can share with us us we love you father and we thank you so much for her and her ministry in your name we pray amen hope talk a pcm podcast